some lithe German boy who's going to run faster than me and take my money. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I mean, well, Jim's money. I just... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, giving giving stuff to life German boys. <laughs> Episode thirty-one. Hey, of the Netherword. Yes. No trolling there. Thank <laughs> you. I just had to do it, man. I, yeah. I'm glad that you got good at episode numbers. Thank you. I try. It took him 36 episodes. Uh, I... <laughs> what? <laughs> I said episode 31. <laughs> How did you, you know, math that? You know the special episodes? <laughs> the secret episodes? Yeah, when we started at episode minus five. Oh, right. You weren't here for those, Bailey. We, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is before your time, Bailey. It's before I was editing it, right. All those lost okay. levels. Okay, the lost levels. Yeah, right. lost levels. <laughs> um, cool. Who we got? Chewback. Who else we got? We got Jim. Who else we got? Nick. And we got me. Uh, There's that resignation and just even his name is like Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. He doesn't want to be here. Oh, we know that. Nick. Um, <sighs> <laughs> like, people listening can't see the eye roll when he does it, but it's there. <laughs> it's definitely there. Three days from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, what have folks been up to then? Uh, is it, I mean, it's a small week. There's no Neil this week. Uh, so we love you, Neil. Um, and there's who's no Iton. What do you mean, who's Neil? <laughs> Iton, we, uh, we we don't love you, but we do. Wait, of course you. we love Iton. I did give him his prize in the end, after all. Oh, did you? Oh, felt too rude. Not when me. you say you gave him his prize, <laughs> where did you take him? <laughs> <laughs> Took him up the old tower. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, Chewy. Yeah. What have you been up to? What games you play? What movies you see? Well, what comics you read? What TVs did you watch? What TVs did I watch? Yeah. I only have one TV set. Ah, it's not as good as mine. I remember. No, nah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, when it came around yours, um, the other weekend mm-hmm. and. We was watching Netflix in 4K. I was just like, "Oh my God, Bailey, your TV!" <sighs> so at that point, nice TV. at that point, I wanted to cancel my Netflix subscription <laughs> so you couldn't watch 4K on Netflix. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bailey's using my I'm Netflix. Using it. <laughs> and are, you, are you making him pay more so you can get the 4K version? He's not making. No, me. He, no he's he not making. He originally it. just signed up for it. Uh, yeah, it, it's my own choice. It's my own you choice. pay more you, for it even though you can't you, use yes, it. I pay more for it. Why? So Bailey can enjoy the. The beautifulness that is 4K and HDR. You're such a good friend. Sometimes you come across like a bit of a knob, but you're such a good friend, really. No, I'm a knob. No, I'm a cunt. I'm more of a cunt. No, he's a good friend. He's a thunder cunt. That's what I call him. Thunder cunt. Cool, what have you been up to? Well, this weekend, I have had a great productive weekend. Apparently so. Yeah. I found my all my retro stuff, like my Celebi Game Boy Advance, which... I haven't seen in nearly a year. Used to be my Celebi Game Boy Advance. Um, we were just talking <laughs> Jim, about this before. Jim, Jim made a bad call. <laughs> we don't know. We <laughs> well, maybe. We maybe. can't remember my how much made. I paid for it. I, I know that I spent stupid money on it. Well, not stupid money. But I bought it brand new. You bought brand Jap new? Import when it was first released. And kept it for like, what, 15, 20 years or something stupid? And then sold it to you. For not much of a profit, if any profit at all. Yeah, I don't. Really... Just before the price went yeah. nuts in the, the summer of Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah, it was pre-Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. But I don't mind. 
I've had worse bad sells. And uh, I'm the guy who sold Panzer Degree and Saga for twelve pounds. Don't forget. Ow! Wow! Yeah. How did that happen? Garfman. Garfman. Oh god. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Carry on. What if it if it means anything? I'm I'm not going to sell it. It will be part of my. <laughs> if it means anything. I'm not going to use it. It's, it's just a good sit in a drawer. Oh, no, 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 we used it. That's all mine did for ten years. <laughs> no, no, we used it to test it out to make sure it still works. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you should so sell it on and then just send the picture of the eBay. <laughs> 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 That's what I do. But I'm a dick, so. Yeah, Jim, do you want to bid on this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Um, I came across my uh, half built Lego Hella Carrier from uh, the Avengers, Marvel's Avengers movie. He's calling it a Hella Carrier. Hella Carrier? It's a Hella Carrier. carrier. It's not no, a Hella Carrier. Hella. But, but hella it, it's, carrier. it's pretty big and pretty heavy, so it's Hella. Yeah. Carry it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my play on words there. It did, no, it, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it wrong. <laughs> so I spent my weekend uh, building, well, finishing building it, and well, it's still not finished actually. I've still got a few more parts to add to it. I uh, spent uh, majority of my weekend building that and watching all Marvel films, which was so good. It was so chill, like properly. Just building Lego just makes me feel relaxed and yeah. I recommend building Lego. It's good. Lego and weed? No, no weed. I haven't smoked weed in um, about a week now. We need blue chips for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's a bad thing. No, don't pull that. No, no. He's got his blue chip on one weekend. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saving it for uh, this weekend coming. <laughs> Time to go fucking nuts. Anything else? No, that's it, really. The week's been pretty busy with work. Yeah, no, that's it. Fair enough. I've been trying to think what games I've played, because I feel like I've got some gaming in, but I can't actually put them through. I think I've played some more Next Machina, and finally did a full run, like, complete. But it's like, it's, I mean, the way how smart games work, are like, you know... It's kind of weird, because there's such, like, good pick-up-and-play bite-sized games in so many ways, and then actually, to do a run, you've got to sit down and play the whole game, and, it, you know, so you need to block out at least an hour for it. Right. Which is pretty tricky when you're me. So, uh, so yeah, I've only just done that. And like, you do it in Rocky mode. And it's still pretty hard to get to the end of Rocky mode, but you got infinite continues at least. So, you know, I did it with like two continues. It wasn't too bad. But just difficulty ramps up massively just to go from like easy to normal. So, okay. So that's the next step on that. Um, I don't think I played anything else really, but I feel like I did. So maybe I forgot something. Oh no, I did start um, Until Dawn last night. Oh, because um, PS4 it was a PSN, plus, right? PSN plus, yeah. PS Plus game last month or this month. How many teenagers have you killed? Um, well, see, the thing is, I didn't. I, I kind of saved it to play with Claire because I figured she might enjoy this because it's basically a choose your own adventure slashing movie, mm. right? So, um, so she she had the controller, so it's fun. I just got to watch her mm. like kill people and got to berate <laughs> her for doing evil things like shooting a squirrel's face off. And, like, can't believe you shot the squirrel. She, yeah, her argument was like, yeah, but when I'm playing video games, I like to do the kind of thing that I wouldn't do in real life. It's like, that, right, that, that's, that's fair. That's fair, except. If you had a gun in your hand and a squirrel in front of you, I bet you would shoot the squirrel's face off. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a harsh judgment. Maybe that's harsh. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you can say that. Does Claire yeah. listen to this? She's a bit transgressive. No, she hasn't listened to one yet. She keeps, yeah, she right, does. okay. No. So <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I can say what I want about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I played about that. We only played like one and a half, two chapters or something. So. Nah, what do you think? It's all right. Um, it's, you know what? It kind of feels like they've watched David Thingy. The heavy rain guy? David Cage? David Cage, right? Right. And they've seen him with his basic gameplay idea 
and all these highfalutin bullshit concepts <laughs> that he tries to plug into this basic idea and gone, yeah, that's nice. But it'd be a lot more fun if it was just like a dumb slasher movie and that game. And they're right, it is. And so that's what they're doing. And, it's fine. and yet, did you not find the whole, um, the, the psychiatrist guy talking to you early on a bit like really pretentious because that made me feel yeah, like this was going to be definitely. a deeper game and then well, it turns into like, the dumbest like, slasher movie ever yeah even the intro is like every choice you make will affect all, and like mm. spend ages mm. on this like drawing a little map of all the different choices it's like you're talking to people who've never played a video game or never even read a choose your own adventure <laughs> book it's like come on I mean this is you're trying to like you're innovating when this idea is 30 years old at least so yeah okay. but yeah but it's still good fun to play have you, did you ever hear about the production of the game, how it all started? No, no, no. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be uh, for the PS3, and it was going to be a PlayStation Move game. Literally, yeah. the main focus of the game was all about... Oh, right, because that's weird, because when we started out, one of the controls, one of the options was like, play with the sticks like normal, or play with all motion controls, and we were like, nah, we'll just use the sticks. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently what happened was, at the end of the PS3 lifecycle, uh, Sony told them to forget about the whole motion control thing, and actually get the game uh, upgraded for PS4 graphics and everything, right. and then do all the polishing for that. And that's it. Shove it out as quickly as possible. Looks all right. It doesn't look like a yeah, graphic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so oh, if you see the graphics from the PS3 version to PS4 version, they've done a really, really good job. Yeah. But that meant they couldn't do much else for the um, story because they'd already written, uh, sorry, or done all the recording for all the voice acting and all the movements and everything. All right. So everything was all done, and most of the work was done in the motion controls, which they essentially didn't use much of for the PS4 version, yeah. which is a shame. But yeah, you're right with the whole. Um, Heavy rain, yeah, kind of gameplay. Yeah, bit. yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, no, game it, visually, it's pretty nice. It, it does have some frame rate drops, which is kind of unjustifiable when all you've got is like three people walking around. So I <laughs> yeah. guess that's probably the the sign mm. of it being a port from PS3. But um, they're pretty good as well at making people recognizable. Like Claire's got a magic skill for knowing actors' names, and she was like, right, picking okay. out people in mm. the yeah, cast. But... And it was like, yeah, she was right about that. So, right. Yeah, they're all big names. I only got, knew one of them. It's got the Agents of Shield guy. Yeah, Wade. We like him. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, I didn't like. I, I'm the complete opposite of that. I don't know any. All I knew was the um, chick from Heroes, and that's it. Everyone um, else was like, I don't the, know. The lead guy from Mr. Robot. Yes, yep, he's, he's in it as well. Yes, All right. That guy. Well, that guy's got that kind of face. <laughs> that's true. He's pretty distinctive. Yeah, he's got a weird. Face. Everyone else, I was just like, eh. Peter Stormare. He's well famous. He's probably most famous. Well, yeah, because he played the psychiatrist guy. Um. But yeah, I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them in something else, like in the movie. Or something. I had a look through it. So I went through IMDb to check out those mm. because like, so I went through the cast and like the first four people that you've heard of are people obviously that you know, and then everyone else in it. But you look at like most known for Until Dawn is their most known for project, so mm. they're all just like mm. tiny. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I had a. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. I had a pretty decent run in that game. I think I'd only killed one person up to the end. And one decision in the end basically nuked eighty percent of the cast. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, screw this." Game. And I played that game legit until dawn. Like I started like you can definitely do it in a single session. At night, yeah, yeah. and it finished six o'clock in the morning. Apparently, you can actually play through it and save everyone. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I, including in the prologue, because literally they've got to set up the plot. No, the two people prologue, die. Yeah, so prologue right. you can't do anything about. Yeah, um, can you save one of them at least? Because we killed both those girls. Yeah, they? I was going to say mine. mine but I didn't well. see a way you couldn't. Really. I don't. Especially because then the whole the rest of the plot seems to build on. I can't remember because I definitely did not fail a single QTE during that beginning bit. So I think that is forced. However, yeah, I can't yeah. remember who I 
I don't think you can. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think you can save anyone. So my question is, is it any good? Yes, yeah, it's yeah, right. good fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of done games. It's not something I would yeah. play, but if you play I'm heavy not... rain. No, I can't stand heavy rain. I don't wow. like horror. I don't like horror stuff either. Yeah. yeah so, but I'm thinking for Sam because I think Sam slasher. would maybe Sam loves yeah. horror. And... Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's a fun. Well, I can't I can't speak for it. Really. I'm only two hours in, but then it's only eight hours long, so yeah. it's, it's fun. I like the yeah. multiple endings. I like a game with multiple endings. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to replay well, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've it downloaded once. it. Yeah. Oh, I, was like, yeah. I tried. It's free. Give it a go. Yeah. 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 Sam would love it. Well, this and is this it, month's yeah, PS Plus game Sam. is Just Cause 3, which I'm sort of excited about because I love Just Cause 2 a lot. I don't expect it to be the game, kind of game I'd ever pay for because it's probably just fun for half an hour and then you do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's kind of. As a PS Plus game, it's yeah, great. it's a good but PS Plus game. Also, just the sign that like, that's two months in a row that we've had. Not triple A, but double A PS Plus games, which well, hasn't maybe been that true accounts for them putting up the oh, price. Man. Say, yeah. Well, that's it, but that price jet. Yeah, but it's been like a year since they've had anything pretty big in there, so yeah. So it's good to get back towards that. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. I was yeah. real salty when they put the price up the other day. Well, I'm salty that I didn't buy extra years when yeah. it was on sale. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, journey free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I missed out on that. Because I only just renew- renewed at that point anyway. So. Yeah. I still see. I, I still don't have a PSN Plus. But I still don't have a need for it yet. No, so, we should be doing. We should be getting to CD keys and seeing if they're still burning off their previous stock of the one of the previous nah, price. Or they bought it straight away. Everyone put the price up immediately. Right. Like I was fishing around trying to get it, and then they had like funny payment system. And I'm like, nope, I'm not signing up for some weird payment system <laughs> to buy this yeah. thing. Or everyone put the price straight up to like basically the same prices yeah. that is on the actual Sony thing until they get the price up. Yeah, because I remember reading an article uh, saying that 12 month subscription, uh, 29 I was like, oh, that, that, that's pretty good. I click on it and it's like, nope, they've already pushed the price up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, scumbags. Oh, well. Um, anything else, Jim? Yeah, the other thing I did was um, I watched Arrival this weekend. Right, okay. I haven't seen it yet. And, okay. and Has I, anyone seen it? Yep. I've, I've heard even... only good things about it. It was fantastic. One of the best ones I've seen in a long time. Okay. Um, it started out and I went in pretty cold. I had a, you know, not much idea what it was. But yeah. And it started out, I thought it was going to be kind of like Contact. Um, mm. but, right. I love Contact. Mm. It's kind of like a remake of Contact. I love things. Or at least like the same story. Um, and it's, it's actually... So beautiful. There's so much more. Sugar Center. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. You're right. I don't love Contact. I love Contact at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably hate it if I watch that again now. But, um, don't ruin your memories of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's sort of like, so it, about halfway through, it kind of flipped and became a different film to what I expected, mm-hmm. um, which was almost disappointing for a while, but actually what it was was great. There was one thing I didn't like about it, which it, it kind of had a slight, uh, I don't want to give anything away, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Wait, remind me again, which yeah, one I, is Arrival? Because there's too many... Like, Arrival is uh, Lois Lane and Hawkeye <laughs> and Saul oh. Guerrero uh, <laughs> going into a spaceship <laughs> together. <laughs> Sweet. But it's so much more than that, though. There's, there's so much more to it. It's a really, really great, yeah. lovely film. Um, really good, like, hard sci-fi for half of it, and then other stuff happens, and it just becomes... Sort of, I mean, it's still sci-fi, but it's like, yeah. It has a point, and it's a good point, and it makes it well. Yeah, yeah. It's a good film. Yeah, I, I was really impressed with the ending. Like, it really made you think. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah really, it was... Yeah. yeah. I had wet eyes, man. It was really, really makes you think. Really makes you think. Really activates it, those almonds. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, I think that's it for me this week. Nick? Oh man, this is, is nothing going on season. Everything's Apart from dead. you've been Everything's playing dead. Destiny 2 beta. Which I played last week or last time. On yeah, the, we talked about last time. Yeah, yeah, I think you hadn't played it at that point, I thought. Yeah, no, we had all played it. We ran out of I mean, all I've been doing is absorbing all the salt that's come off the back of this beta. 
and they need to just release the final game to either silence it or confirm everyone's fears. But um, <laughs> other than... I mean, we had a conversation that, the other day where I was just like, I'm really unsure if I'm going to get this. But now. it's like, look, it, this, something like this need to... You get it for the two things it's good at. Yeah. Competent gunplay, which isn't like, you know, a miracle, but, you know, it's nice. And fairly pick up and play easy co-op. Outside of that, it's not exactly reinventing the rulebook on anything yeah. in the FPS genre. And you've got like, you're going to have like two or three years of everybody playing this. All it needs is one night of you having some spare money and being bored and you'll buy it and then you'll be in. You know, mm. And you're not going to go three years without having one night where you're like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. So you, you will buy it as a point. Mm. It, was, it was the same with Destiny 1, just jumping in and out kind of thing. The whole fun of Destiny 1 That's was... the thing though, like when I, because when I, the people I play with, are usually has been Nick and Seb, Mm. Um, before you guys fell out and then got back together. Hello. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true, man. Stop. Um, Stop. You two did break up for You know, I deleted year, him no. from my friend list because I thought you guys oh, were friends. Oh, what? Uh, I, I, kept him, I kept him on my friend list, man. Yeah, really? My yeah, well, That's played, rude. If he's not friends with Nick, then you I've, should be. I've played I didn't delete him on my friend's list, man. I just like, look, Wait, wait. Did you two get back together because of Destiny 2? No. You guys <laughs> oh, it's man. a shame we're going to cut all this because that's great. I'm yeah. not cutting this. <laughs> you, you need to cut this. It's fantastic. Watching you get all all defensive. Defensive. <laughs> and... Facts. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'll point it. Um, I mean, <laughs> what was I saying? You, you're <laughs> basically you, your complaint was Destiny's too repetitive, says the person who plays Minecraft. <laughs> which I can understand but I mean yeah. my, my point is but in Minecraft I'm doing I'm you're doing your, different you're, things you're each time I'm making fun. different things yeah, yeah like whereas just about like what you're mining different resources hmm? why have you done any imagination but I do so I mean yeah, you just I mean, talking about Lego Lego yeah. is Minecraft no you just follow instructions Lego <laughs> well you can do that in Minecraft yeah you, you can oh really if you want to be one of those yeah YouTube you do yeah <laughs> I don't know what I said then. They came out like a. Uh, you want to be one of those YouTube doobie doobie doobies? You know what? I didn't want to be one, but now I do. Uh, yeah, it's a good. Yeah, that's my new. Uh, a YouTube doobie doobie. This is how you build a castle. Yeah. Please, 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 subscribe. Subscribe. please click subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Hit that like. Hit that like button. Please subscribe. Uh, no, no, See that little bell in the corner. Click the bell. Yeah, punch him in the face. Look, so it is one of those games, and your argument of like. Yeah, it gets repetitive. I'm like, look, I can't think of an RPG that doesn't have some degree of grind in it. And I have played a lot of them. Mm. And by modern standards, Destiny is not even that grind in its current iteration. It's still fine for anyone. Like, you know, if Bailey's like, I played this over and over again and then got bored of it, so I stopped. Mm. Then you seem to be berating him for the fact that eventually... Not berating him, but he's he's worried that he's going to reach that point already when he hasn't even played the game. It's kind of like, I'm worried I'm going to get to the point where this game... Well, yeah. Apart from him. He just keeps playing it. Every time he puts it down, he does say, I'm done. And then yeah, and then just, yeah. it ends up back in his destroy. Well, it's just, last mission, if there was I'm more of the stuff being released, right? That's that's the fault of the industry, not the fault of Nick. That's the way he would explain that, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, it's one of those games where I just get dragged into like one last mission, man. I'm like, that's CIA. He did like, say early today that he was going to delete it from his hard drive and then within like two seconds change his mind. He's like, actually, only, no. Only because, <laughs> only because I remembered something random that Sansa on Reddit, which is don't delete your installation file just yet just in case they do a end of 
Destiny 1 slash beginning of Destiny 2. Oh, no, they've already said they won't. I'm sure they won't. Mm. Well, I remember what I was going to say and how I brought up you and Seb. The reason was, I like one of the things that stops me getting back into Destiny is the fact that when I've played it, mm. like I play it mm. and I play it, I play it probably for a good, you know, eight months, right, with mm. everyone. And then I kind of was like, okay, I'm a bit bored now. And I started like not playing it. And I play it, you know, every other <clears throat> night or whatever. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where you guys are just that far ahead of me, where it's just like, okay, there's no point in me like joining now. Like, there's a bit of that. I, it's more for me. It's like just by the time I'm signing in, everyone else is in a game already. And it's like, you know, everyone's raiding. Mm. You're not going to get a slot. So. Yeah. yeah, for me, I'd like take a break where, where everyone was so far ahead. Couldn't be asked to catch up. I'd pretty much completed the whole part of that DLC or that expansion. Mm. And then when the next expansion came out, I'd jump back in and Bungie would implement like a fast system to kind yeah, of bring you up. A bit of rubber banding yeah, yeah. so I'd use that to bring myself back up to a level that was more close to you mm. guys. And I'd but it's still in. not close because these guys like, like no, and like <laughs> no offense, like you're more of a hardcore player of Destiny than any of us in this room. Yeah. And well, that's the thing. to keep up with you so it's enjoyable is. It's difficult. That's for I, it. I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I need to keep up though. I've had a fun time yeah. where I'm like, you know, 30 light levels below everyone else. Oh, man, so like, if, if you end up dying like, loads. No, if anything, uh, not, not if you're good. Yeah. If I got stuck, I'd ask <laughs> 30, 30 light levels Look, below man, I've you. I've seen yeah. someone raid, not die, in hard mode raid, and they were, I think, like 40 light levels below the enemies. In the raid and didn't die. Yeah, but that's the sort of person and that's, that's not something no. been playing it like do you know forever. Who that, do you know who that was? Who? Craig Malbury. Mm. No way. Craig Malbury survived the hard mode raid not dying, which made him more legit than Did Mr. he spend Baxter. the whole thing hiding in a No, because he's, uh, <laughs> you know the King's Fall raid, that room where you have to you have you no, stand on totem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I did the, first the totem room basically. Said. Yeah, you you ha- everyone has to play a part. You have to kill yeah. a knight, run in the middle. Fight yeah. off enemies and run back in. If one person dies, mm. it, it will fail the thing. He managed to do that without dying, yeah. despite the fact that he was significantly behind. So you know, I call hacks. He's yeah. not. He's not <laughs> MLG no scope. So no, I remember when I used to play. Um, if I got to a point where I couldn't get past it, I'd give Nick a shout. He'd jump in, give me a hand, bring me, uh, help me pass it, bring me up. Uh, well, the gear I get would bring mm. me up to a level that was more close to Nick and everyone else. Mm. And then I'd carry on playing again with whoever I was playing at the time. Yeah. But just like with Nick, I had multiple groups that I played Destiny with as well. Like, yeah. I wasn't necessarily always playing with Nick or uh, Jim or you. I was playing with whoever was playing at the time kind of thing. I think for me this time around is like, John is going to be playing from day one properly playable with me. Like, we can never play together because we always were yeah. the same machine. Mm. Now we can play together. So we'll basically be playing the game just us two and anyone else we can get in will bring in. Yeah. Is your so, PlayStation 4 still my PlayStation 4? Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. My OG, but that lives in the study now. I'm right. kind of a pro for... Mm. Fair enough. Um, anything else? Um, I've been watching old school conflict movies on YouTube now. Cool. Um, as for me, um, I played a bunch of Skyrim, because I'm just enjoying wandering around Skyrim with loads of mods on and just doing bits and bobs and like I said uh, a few weeks ago I did that alternate start thing so I didn't have to go through the Helgen thing and you played on PC? yeah yeah got mods. on PC hmm? oh proper mods <laughs> sorry wow PC. what mods on console oh, suck oh. yeah they're not great very well I mean they're okay but... brony mods <laughs> um, and then yeah the, the other main thing I did was um, I went to see Dunkirk 
Um, and I'm not going to say too much about it because I know, Jim, you're going to I mean, probably see it tomorrow, right? Yeah, but I'm so worried about spoilers. On I mean, you know what happened. So. Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's my own fault. So. Right. Um, How are you going to see it? Just normal cinema? Well, it looks like all the IMAX down here is sold out. There's no. like Nottingham Limax is still a possibility for me, so I might do that. But Leicester Square still got... Was Leicester Square planned. is not proper IMAX. The only proper IMAXs in London are the Waterloo BFI, BFI. and the Science Museum BFI. Where are the other BFI? They're like the only actual IMAX screens, less the rest of them are like IMAX owned, IMAX branded, not quite IMAX screens. Mm, so. Yeah. so yeah, if I'm not going to see one of those, I might as well just go not even one over there. Um, yeah, it's one of the few films where you'll hear me advocating IMAX. I'm yeah. not a massive IMAX fan, I don't think it's worth particularly the money. Um, but um, yeah, it's a fantastic movie. The impression I've got is like, the only reason I feel like I should be making an effort to see it while I'm in London is because yeah. it's like... I mean, if I, I if I if I wasn't busy tomorrow night, I'd be like, let's go. Like, I'd yeah. go and see it again. Um, it's one of those films that kind of transcends being um, like just a movie. You know, it, it you could put it on a school curriculum. It's very well, it's very well done. The sound design is incredible and doesn't let up. Apart from in a few places, I mean, it does let up. It's it's stunning. Um, because the absence of it makes the movie even better. Class Iron's best, you know, that first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan, which was amazing. Mm. Well, this is just a whole film of that. Really. <laughs> wow. it, it is. Almost I, like, almost, it's just, it's more cinematic experience than it is even plot or story. Yeah, it, do, so, that sounds great. it doesn't, it doesn't have, it doesn't particularly have like the gore of okay. Saving Private Ryan. It doesn't concentrate on gore, that. I to be honest, but. Yeah, it doesn't have that side of it. It's it's more of a focus on emotion in terms of like just like it, it's the most suspenseful film I've seen in a long time. Like I was, I mean, you know, there's the, the saying on the edge of your seat. Like it very much is one of those that just moves you to be like, oh, this is horrible, uh, you know, and you and the sound design makes it like it, it made me fucking jump multiple times just out of my skin um, but it's also got that Christopher Nolan thing where he's he's obsessed with time like if you look at like all of his films it's there's always some element of time within his films even you know Batman films Dark Knight Rises is terrible with time it, it has it has elements of time in it you know like and and he's always been obsessed with that and this is it's it's three it's it's not narratively straightforward it's it's three points of view and they're spread over different lengths of time to converge and it's yeah it, i mean it's just everyone should go see it you know that was the one thing that kind of did put me off because it felt a bit clever you know like <laughs> is this going to be a formal exercise in like look i can do this thing you know what i mean there is, it, is it like a, a I, week, I'm a day, gonna, and an hour? Or something yeah, yeah. It's okay. one week, one hour, and so one day and one hour, yeah. and it's three people's viewpoints of what's happening, and they all converge at one point. And yeah, there is an element there's of, of, of that like, showboating. I mean, this kind of feels like, but it's deserved. There's a lot of like modernist classical music that is based on a concept like that, and I spent a lot of time loving those concepts, and then mm. never listening to the music because you hear it once, it's like, <laughs> all right, I got it, and then it's like, yeah. Well, that was a great idea, and I really love you for having that idea. Yeah, but this isn't something I want to actually experience more than once or twice. It's, yeah, so. I'm not, I'm not going to sort of sit here and say, 
it doesn't feel like a little bit of Chris Nolan showboating right. that he's a yeah. good director because it's just fucking evident like he like he is like from this he, like he's just this is him at the pinnacle of like what he's probably going to do for me I've seen Stella actually I've not seen this thing, so. um, again time um, yeah. should I bother with it Okay. Um, That's all I need. Yeah, um, I, I, I could, I could sit here and talk about it for hours, and I can't do that. But I mean, just go and see it on the biggest screen you possibly can, with the best sound you possibly can, because the sound design in this movie is like I wrote, I wrote my dissertation at university on sound design and music within cinema, and for me, this was just like, a, like it was just fucking amazing, because it's. It's sound design, again, at the top of its game. Um, yeah, I can't wait until you've seen it so I can discuss it with you because cool. I know like people like I I study film and I know people tease me sometimes and they're like, oh, you're a fancy film. You know, I've had you fucking tease me before. <laughs> I definitely had you tease me. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's nice to just sort of put like the film side away that I've studied it and just be like, just be fucking wowed by what somebody's put on a screen and this completely did that he, like Sam came out of it she doesn't like war movies and she was just like that's just fucking incredible you know so yeah go see it well, I'm planning to see it Wednesday Thursday apparently Thursday's the last day it's in the cinemas what yeah. it's it's not uh, got much like, outrageous yeah what was like what you was mean <clears throat> the last day it's in the IMAX or the last day it's anywhere no in IMAX screens Oh right, okay. So okay. IMAX gets a long run there. Really. Well, yeah, but you want to see it in IMAX, so with, with the, the audio as well. Uh, you've got to see this with with a place that does good sound. Like there's there's certain places that sound wise they're not going to cut it. No, no, no. Um, I mean that we we've got. I mean we're up north, so I mean if you can see it on, um, you've got a deluxe, haven't you? In we Darby. do, which is alright, but not in those big screen. Is a good big screen. I mean yeah. that's where I saw. Force Awakens there like the third okay. time I saw it and it was definitely worth seeing again okay. we saw okay. Batman vs Superman there and it was made it bearable <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I could sit here and wax lyrical about it for fucking hours just go and see it yeah, no, I checked a few screenings and yeah the the IMAX cinemas they're not Thursday's the last day with, yeah. I don't know what the next film's coming out on Friday but that replaces it in IMAX screenings that's outrageous. It, it knows it needs, it's with it my longer. No, I know, I know, but it's just screen. it's a, it's just a film that needs longer for more people to see it in that format. Yeah, it's a different film every week. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so that's me. Um, should we move on to new releases? What new releases? <laughs> what <do we> all, <laughs> where, where do we want to fit in our Game of Thrones? Because this is the right place to do it, isn't it? If you want to, I want to talk to Bailey about the fact that Bailey's just caught up on Game of Thrones, having avoided it. Because you didn't want book spoilers. Oh. You finally admitted that I, there's it, no point waiting. Weird. The thing is, I actually messaged you on yeah, Friday I, about this. And I'm sorry, I never got to I reply, think you'd yeah, logged yeah. off by that point. Um, the reason that I came to this decision was like, I mean, you, you, made you guys. A big deal of, like. Yeah, I, I have I have completely avoided season six and so far season seven because um, it moved beyond the books, and I began reading the books just before the actual season one of the TV show came out um, and I sort of finished the book just as you guys were beginning the series and since then I fucking devoured the books absolutely loved them um, but I remember I finished Dance with Dragons when I was going to cover 
um, a work colleague of ours in America. And I haven't been to America in about five years now, maybe. Um, so it was a long, long time ago. And, and yeah, George R. R. Martin has been saying he's going to bring the books out. And it's been like that every year for a long time now. And I was reading an article the other day in which he'd said, it's definitely going to be one book released next year. And I was like, okay, brilliant. He'd said that about this year. And I was like, okay. And then I, I read I read further and he was like, might even get two books Ooh. next year. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I read further and he was like, it, it's known that he's currently writing the encyclopedia because he's doing that with two people from one of the fan sites. And it's a, the, the a Song of Ice and Fire fan site, the, the main one is like, they've got like just amazing knowledge of everything that goes on. Is that the one that's so Westeros.org? I think so, yeah. Yeah, those he's... people are assholes, actually. <laughs> I, 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 I can imagine they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're good at knowing everything about it, but yeah, yeah you read their reviews of the TV show and they're just bitter, nasty people yeah, I can imagine seem to hate everything the TV show does. Yeah. Well, He's writing it with them, I think, and um, and I was like, okay, well, he said that there's definitely one book coming out next year. Well, it's going to be that one, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah. So yeah, the the, one that he's not doing on his own. So yeah. someone else will finish it for him. Yeah. yeah. So then the possibly two books is Winter yeah. Winter. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, you know what? Like, he stopped caring. So I'll stop caring. I think that's harsh, but okay. He doesn't stop caring. If he stopped caring, he would pump him I mean, I've, I I've, I've, I've seen interviews caring. where he said that he would, he wished if he could go back, he would just have the TV show as how it was written. Yeah. He would have the books as they were written in the TV show. And that to me is kind of like, you've stopped caring. Like you, you are more into this television. But he was, he was a TV writer before he was. No, I know. Yeah, I know he was. He wrote Twilight Zone stuff like back in the day. Oh. Um, so I and can understand the beast. that. The 80s yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can understand that, but I don't know. It's it's that kind of old toss-up between like you know, does the author owe their audience? Yeah. How, how well did you manage to avoid spoilers for the TV show in the like year and a bit you weren't watching the TV show? What got spoiled anyway? Wait, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> well, how, how what, where are you up to? Oh, we I don't want. I uh, I I'm about season and a half behind. Oh, no, that means I can't. Talk I was first off traveling thing. a lot last year, so I completely missed out on season oh, okay. six. All right. That um, does. Right. Yeah, I got a lot of spoilers. The whole fun wah, of this was going to be wah, catching barely up and seeing. But yeah, yeah the segment's done. Further Go off. Do you want to leave? No, 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 no that's fine. Because you you then look, no, it's fine. Oh well, I'll, right. I'll cut that. <laughs> you can't talk about spoilers anyway. Huh? You can't talk about spoilers anyway. Yeah, you can't can't listen, we, we can give a warning. The season. Yeah, it's old. Only it's old. you. Anyway, we're talking about last year's Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking about this. Well, Let's for see. me, um, it got a lot of things got spoiled in season six, so I had no rush to watch it really. Hmm. Well, then you um, know, we, then then what's the problem? Have you spoiled already? Still, you spoiled already. Well, no, I so, you have time for, to watch Agents of Shore. You don't have time to watch Game of Thrones. This is true. Yeah, come on. What a scrub. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm you told me you're up to date with Arrow. Wait, you watched Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed it. And not watch Game of Thrones. I enjoyed it. I think it. at this point, you don't care if you've been spoiled. No, I, I'm planning to watch uh, Game of Thrones, but at the moment, my schedule's a bit 
full water though. Really. Well, you can cut the garbage out of, of it. Of what? What? Uh, so, festival next week? Okay. Uh, we've got a movie tomorrow. Right. We don't need to do this in the next week, but just get it done by the end of the month, then we'll come back to this conversation. We'll like pick up where hour. we left off. Okay, agreed. agreed. Episode 36. Check we'll out. have this conversation. Yep, episode 36. If, well, it's not going to be. It's not going to be episode thirty-six at that point, will it? It's in a month's time, four weeks. Yeah, but I don't do it every week. I mean, All next right, week well, I'm away, know. and you know. So episode thirty-six. <laughs> yeah, so don't cut this bit because we need to pick up. All right, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Right. I'll leave it in for a deal. Um, cool. So new releases. New releases. None. What, what new releases? I mean, there are literally none, surely. Oh, there are some new releases, um, Jim. Yes, would you like to it... talk about them? No, I probably wouldn't, would I? Is it more Vita Weep shit? What about Mitomo? Quite possibly. Mitomo. Mitomo's out. I'd do better than... Uh, I, was it on my list? I think it's it was on my release list, man. Um, Mitomo... I've seen reviews of it in the last couple of days, so maybe it's out, it came out. this week. But I think it came no, out last weekend. It's where it came out last week. It was winning charts. Yeah. And Hey Pitman came out on um, Friday as well. Yeah, not and this week. Me, Tom, I beat it. All right, August 4th, Velocity 2X Critical Mass Edition on oh, PlayStation 4. That was a pretty shit game to be in with. I never liked it. I mean, it's, a, it's a kind of slightly tactical 2D shooter thingy, but yeah, I tried it and didn't like it. Ark Survival Evolved, but right. we know that's not happening. That's because to... that's been pushed back. Yeah. Right. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. That's, oh, that's digital a digital download. That's, that's a big deal, isn't it? Hellblade. Yeah, that's the Devil May Cry people. Yeah. I was going to say, have you seen the trailer for it? Yeah, it's got it's awesome only, trailer. It's only it's got really good C. So I figured it really wasn't motion a massive release. Stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're pushing it PC-wise, aren't they? On, on... They did the thing as well. They did the thing where they did like a Ask Me Anything or something. Mm. And it was the the character it being live mocapped. So yeah. you could talk to the main character from the game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On, that's uh, it's probably a Twitch thing rather than Reddit. But yeah, mm, okay. so that was good fun. Yeah, it's got a lovely trailer. I don't yeah, know anything yeah. more about it. I recommend watching it. It looks a bit too close to Horizon Zero Dawn, probably. But. Oh, that's good for me because I skipped Horizon Zero Dawn after yeah. I queued up for two hours to play it. Well, I mean, <laughs> visually and like stylistically, it doesn't look like gameplay close. It was gameplay like oh. Devil May Cry, I think. Oh, that's even better for me. It probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cinemora X. Nah. Cinemora was another game that I played a little bit of and didn't like much. It's another 2D shooter. That's it. Yeah, so Hellblade. Yeah, that was worth Wow, about. Sudden Strike Four, but <laughs> don't know what that is. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's new releases. Right. Uh, Should we move on to the news catch up? Uh, you're going to do the <clears> theme <throat> to that as well. News catch up. Am I doing the Veep sound? That sounds like Yeah, yeah, that was. Was that the right one? No. Yeah, that's a little bit like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. What's the beat music like then? I really like the beat music, but you never really hear. I think they stopped using it now. Never got much about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, BBC uh, is to begin screening esports on BBC Three. Then it might actually get watchable, right? Because BBC do sports in a way that makes them watchable. I mean, I've not got a massive experience of sports watching, but I know that when you watch high TV football, <laughs> it's shite. When you watch it on BBC, sort of bearable. I mean, I, 
funny, you watched maybe. Grand Prix on BBC, everyone liked it, and then it went to ITV and everyone hated it. So that's true. BBC commercial breaks though. Yeah. So BBC makes sport user watchable, right? Wimbledon, everyone likes Wimbledon, but people don't watch any other tennis ever because Wimbledon's the one that's on BBC. BDO darts are watchable. PDC don't give a shit because it's the BDOs on the BBC, even though BDO doesn't even have any famous people in it anymore. So I think this might be the point where I start enjoying watching esports. Yeah, the only, okay. the only problem with that expert breakdown is <laughs> that a sports I, I, correspondent. I, I, can, do I, it. I can imagine BBC being well versed in covering sports long before you know cable syndication basically stole the rights to all sports everywhere. <laughs> but I can't imagine them being well versed in like commentating. Esports. Well, that means because you've forgotten about the, different. the BBC computer TV output of the eighties. I mean, Micro Live was like the first great TV. They've got that on iPlayer now as well. Really? Yeah. Wait, I just love Micro Live. What, what is Micro Live? Micro Live was basically sort of probably around about eighty three, eighty four, like the golden age of British home computers. Literally, must be about this big. Yeah, you this big be. being the size of this mic for people that can't see it. People, <laughs> people can't see the mic. mic. <laughs> Size your face. <laughs> People can't see my face, man. You got a big face. <laughs> Ouch. When Describe baby... something in real terms that they could understand. A baby. I, I, when you were yeah, as big yeah, as a baby. I was, I was a small baby. Right. So Microlive was just. I, I think Fred Harris used to be on it, doing the like funny sidey bits, and then what's the other guy? Uh, I don't remember. Microlive was a good TV show about computing. When nobody else did TV shows, I, about I, I and these days, actually, nobody does good TV shows about computing. We, I think it's we on the iPlayer as part of their BBC archive stuff. So I'd I think it's all on there. But also, there was some other. There was an ITV computing show, which was terrible, except it did one great thing. Um, oh no, no, wait, this, this must have told me the BBC. There was a point where you could buy from the BBC a peripheral for your BBC Model B. Basically, it had a little port on one end that you, you had to. BBC Model B, I don't know if you know, but you had to like basically punch out a perforated section on the top of your computer to get the EEPROM slot. So you could get this thing plugged in there, so you had to like make a hole in your computer and plug this thing in. The other end was a suction cup with a photoelectric LED inside it, so it basically it could read light signals. So what the idea was with this is, while they had this TV show on, you had to get this sucker and plug it in the bottom right corner of your telly, and through the 30 minute TV show they would be bleeping out in like on and off binary black and white. Right. pulses a computer program and you could run software on your BBC Model B that would interpret this and basically you'd get new software from the show, from the show by okay. sucking it out of the corner of the TV screen which is one of the best things I've ever which tried which port to... did you plug in to get the hoop and stick from <laughs> I was waiting for that because Jesus Christ yeah, yeah. There, there can't be yeah. that much of an age difference between me and you and yet that's there isn't that's the thing like there isn't much of an age difference that between sounds us. like a whole oh my, that it's because sounds... that's how fast stuff was moving then that stuff Jesus that seems like Christ. must have yeah. been 30 40 years ago to you it's like actually just two or three years before you remember because stuff just boomed rapidly it's a great time sounds... I'm glad I just about saw it I still miss the best bits so. ancient you know when pong machines were popping up I was two or three no, so. man, even I played a pong machine but what you described sounds like <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can't even think but now the, take the your wall. plumbus. <laughs> the confusing bit was right because back then your TV was also your money. You didn't have a separate money for your computer because you was that rich. So mm. you plugged your BBC Model B in. You had to do all the setup before the show even started, and you probably didn't also want to be trying to record this because your VCR would have too much in the artifact stuff to actually make the signal readable. Right. So you had to set it all up before the show started, ready to then turn the signal off for your BBC Model B so you could watch the TV show with your sucker on the screen, and the BBC is sucking it up, but you had no idea whether it was going well or not. 
because you couldn't see what your computer was doing oh, yeah. while you were watching the TV show. But you couldn't turn the TV show off because the computer needs it. Yeah. yeah, essentially it's an interactive TV program way before its time. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, so what I do trust that? the BBC to be tech aware and bleeding edge when it comes to that kind of thing, if they need to be. Yeah, man. But here's the problem. Who's not going to like David Attenborough here, here's the problem. commentating esports and stealing <laughs> people's souls? <laughs> here's the problem, Jim. I don't know if you've seen the modern esports scene. And to be fair, I have a bias because I have not, well, I've not watched the esports of the, the big esports stuff, so League of Legends and Dota 2. Yeah. But I definitely watched all the fighting game esports stuff, which is really making a push for fighting game esports. And. I don't think BBC is equipped for that level of commentating. In fact, I don't even know what the commentating on a, on a something well, like League of Legends is even like. Because I heard that game is pretty rough. I'm sure it probably needs some level of depth of awareness. But I've not seen the errors match. I'm just reacting what, to what you've told me. Mm. What what esports are they covering? I, I, don't, I don't actually know. It's just maybe, a, maybe a just, small maybe headline thing. Early days for BBC, and they're going to have to like find their ground and get learn. They could just. I mean, there's enough like fighting game commentators that they could just get those guys to come. Like even the American Street Fighter guys commentate for ESPN. And they commentate for a basic everything. It's like a pool of commentators who can just turn up and commentate for anything. Evo was covered by about five different commentators. What they probably do is not even attempt to do something where there's already like a community and a vocabulary and a lot of experienced people that can do it. They should probably jump in with something like Splatoon. You know? Oh my goodness. You know, that would be this. Would... All right. BBC3 has announced it will broadcast. Oh, it's BBC3. That's, not even That's what telly. I said at the beginning. Yeah, I did said, say that at the beginning. I missed that. I just yeah, no, I did say. Well, BBC Three is the worst of the BBC, and it's not right. even on telly, so well, it doesn't count. BBC Three, oh, BBC Three has announced it will broadcast a live esports tournament. Around 100, 160 pro gamers will complete compete in front of a huge live crowd for a top prize of two hundred twenty-five thousand pounds. Three games will be played, including the adrenaline-fueled racing car football game Rocket League. Right. Okay. That's not already a thing that people commentate and make a big deal of, is it? No. There's no Rocket League esports. I'm pretty sure there, there, there might be, but... So that's the right idea, that's right? Breaking yeah. Rocket League is yeah. fantastic yeah, to watch. Like, they actually sure to watch. And this is a good place for them to start, because they're not in competition yeah. with everyone else. They're just saying, yeah. we can talk about this. Yeah, there is esports Rocket League. I'm pretty sure. You showed me. Well, you can go and watch no, man. a Rocket League there are There are pro players that play in tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. And does that get covered online? I, I just I, I sent you some YouTube stuff that was just recordings right. of pro players. Mm. Um, so on, and Wales, uh, I'm trying to find out what the other ones are. Okay, but, okay. Uh, it's Sorry, not really saying. Um, yeah, it doesn't really say. All right, so it's not a Rocket League. I mean, the list of things that are like surprisingly major esports came up a while ago, and I didn't realize FIFA was it's actually huge, fairly big. There's actual. I know FIFA is a big. There's actual game football teams signing up esports players of FIFA to so play and BBC represent covering their... FIFA as an esport would mostly make more sense anyway. It'd be easy to get. That's going to be John Mosson turning off the John Mosson commentary <laughs> and doing a John Mosson commentary, right? Yeah. <laughs> might as well just leave on the John Mosson commentary in the first place. Let his digital version do it. That's a commentary man. Maybe he'll be like, kind of co-commentating with himself. <laughs> I would like to see John Mosson commentating and then like, some young esports commentator next to him oh just like, explaining to him what's great. going on. That would be great. <laughs> right. just... Get John Mosson to commentate on FIFA without telling him. It's, it's... <laughs> 
<laughs> make him think it's real football, right? And see what he does. Yeah, and then some player glitches. He's like, oh my God, but, what the hell's happening? But it's still got his commentary on and he doesn't know. <laughs> so yeah, that's your co-commentator. He's like, wait, what? Brilliant. Um, cool. Um, next up, Pokemon Go Fest. Attendees are filing lawsuits against Niantic. Oh, so come um, on, man. The background of this story is uh, Niantic had the big Pokemon Go Fest in, was it Chicago? I think it was Chicago. Yeah, it was Chicago. Um, for vast amounts of the day, people could not get a phone signal. Um, is that... It wasn't just is a phone that, signal, There's more than that. Is that Niantic's fault, though? Well, well, that's what I mean. Apparently, there's three things. One of them was phone signal. The other two was all Niantic. Their servers couldn't handle the map. Yeah, right. You can't make a case of the phone signal is like something they should have seen coming. No, that, that was... Because always happens. You get enough people in one place, it's... phone signal drops. So apparently, every network was on board with it. They gave the extra bandwidth, except for AT&T. And AT&T what, like one of the biggest networks? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. And AT&T fucked it up. But then halfway through the day, AT&T fixed it. But Niantic... all the damage is done, man. Like... No, no, Niantic hadn't fixed their issue. Oh, right, okay. So even though the, the bandwidth got all fixed, it was still all fucking... Why is that a lawsuit? I mean, Niantic, they, they gave everyone a refund. It's not a lawsuit. This thing. I mean, well, know, that's the thing. They're, they're you're not going to get a headline going, right, I'm, I'm class-actioning this thing for this reason. It's, no, it's bullshit. They're but, suing um, them because Niantic won't refund the travel costs. So people were flown from Japan or wherever around the country because Niantic won't refund the travel costs. You fly from Japan to play Pokemon Go in a park, you deserve to not yeah. have your travel costs. <laughs> and that's why they're suing them. Nah. Um, it's also led to Niantic cancelling the European Yeah, so they can um, fix uh, all the issues. Versions. Yeah. The Pokemon Go Fest. Um, I will say, I mean, the coverage of that was the thing that prompted me to remember to actually delete that app because it's been sat there unopened <laughs> for a long time. But I never quite got as far as like going, just get out. Did you watch out. the coverage? No. It was horrible to watch. It was They were absolutely, like, the people on stage were, like, ignoring all the booze, ignoring all the bottles being thrown at them. They would just carry on with the show. Like, what else can you do? Wrong. What else can you do? What would you do in this situation? At least acknowledge the crowd and say, and say, we're sorry, this is this is messed up. It wasn't until we'll like, go down with the ship. Yeah. I mean, it was five hours after they'd already had problems and stuff that they finally acknowledged saying, you know what, we're sorry. We're sorry, it's fucked up. But they, they should have... They this is dark times. It. Firstly, that many people turned up for Flaming Pokemon Go is already has me just shaking my head in disbelief and, yeah. they, they, and they turned up and paid for it you know like, you know, dude Pokemon Go made more money the app, the game made more money than however much money people paid to get into that uh, festival during that weekend they made more money the game worldwide made more money than the amount of money that they paid right. and gave away in refunds in the Pokecoins and the yeah. $20 entrance they made more money so for them it's, it's nothing and bear in mind the team for it is tiny it's, it's a... Yeah, I know. I mean, that's this is the this is why we're straying further and further from God's light. Like, if you can fuck up, make money off a mobile phone game, why make any game? Now, why does Nintendo even care to make a new Pokemon game for the Switch when they could just pimp this phone game and make money off something that costs nothing? You don't even really properly play Pokemon in this game. You just kind of faff around. It's not like it's one guy sat in a room, right? I mean, the people who are making the Switch Pokemon game are not the people who are. Also trying to maintain Pokemon Go. It's completely different people. I know. Different people. So I'm saying, like, I know, but I understand. Game Freak outside, going, well, well, why Let's why, just have a year why, off, guys. Why, like... wouldn't Nintendo, <laughs> why wouldn't Nintendo just make another, like, three, four mobile phone games that do that can make... Well, they did Magic Well, I mean, why not both? That's the answer, right? Well, well, They're doing both. Yeah. So. Why not both? Why not Zyber? <laughs> you got to remember, though, the Pokemon franchise makes more money than Pokemon Go. Ah, oh, bro. Yeah. Why are you saying that? Over time, people go like, shit, because... 
But merely, Pokemon... over time, people will go back to real Pokemon, or they will stop playing Pokemon again, like they weren't doing two years ago. Yeah. That's the one thing. I'm just thinking the install base of people that have mobile phones, even fickle people that buy like these shitty phone games, is larger than even Nintendo's combined handheld market multiple times over. I'm just saying that like if they're able to squeeze money out of a free to play game with must be minimal input how much it costs to maintain that Pokemon thing it's just that's they, not minimal input jeez Niantic have been blood sweat and tears this year it's clear only, only because it, only time because, only maintain because, this game only because it blew up right but if it didn't blow up it wouldn't be making the money so mm. you're self-defeating you know? it's like either oh yeah it's so easy to make this much money but it's not so easy but well you know it would have been easy if it hadn't made so much money okay right <laughs> what are you saying uh, I'm just saying that I'm quite sure the development cost of that game of, of Pokemon Go is still minimal in comparison to development cost and maintenance of any mainline Pokemon game. There's not much maintenance. I was just saying, not Pokemon. sure about maintenance, but and development costs. I mean, geez, it's like cookie cutter. They're all the same. Mm. There's not much. I mean, all right, you're building a new engine and rebuilding. I mean, again, be... but there's not. You know, you've built a few new features and you're not really rebuilding Pokemon from scratch every generation. I mean, Pokemon no, Go is not built from scratch either. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's what's it called? Sat on top of... Uh, no, X and Y. Again with I, didn't it? Did in, X and Y would be built from the ground up, though. Yeah, there's a... There's Pokemon X and Y. The original Niantic game is something to be Oh, yeah. Ingress. Yeah, Ingress. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pokemon yeah, so Go is based Go's on Ingress. Yeah. Built on that, basically. Yeah, X and Y. If, what I'm saying is, even though, you know, so you're building a brand new engine and you're building a new game in 3D, and I think... Sun and Moon were a different engine to X and Y as well, to be fair. Uh, but uh, what I'm saying is, you're not building this game from scratch. You're still mm. basically, it's, you know, the layout. Yeah, and well, well, speaking of which, Sun and, Sun and Moon is it's based on the X and Y engine, but so is Pokemon Go. So the entire Pokemon Go... On the engine, really? Well, not... The so, Sun and Moon feels and looks really different to X and Y. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're saying that the valid... Pokemon Go uses the models from X and Y. All the Pokemon from, models, yeah, yeah. All the Pokemon well, yeah. models are from literally copy and pasted from well, X and Y. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. But the game itself is based on the Ingress engine, just yeah, molded with the X and Y models. Well, we're talking about Pokemon. What's the deal with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon then? What's are the they... deal with? <laughs> well, I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, so far. Right. Right. I'm just asking Chewy because he's the Pokey expert. Um, it's is know, it just like black and white too? Or yeah, literally like that black and white too. Right. Which I'm disappointed. Me too. Yeah. What do you expect though? Nintendo like we're not killing the 3DS. Look, we're even releasing a new Pokemon for it, people. Look. Yeah. We're not killing the 3DS. Yeah. It, it's like Game Freak didn't even know the Switch was coming. Like you know, <laughs> you plan a game years in advance. You know, you plan a game years in advance. So so um, Ultra Sun and Moon must have been in development just after they finished Sun and Moon. Well, it's probably doing it in parallel to some extent. Yeah, 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 totally. So if that was the case, we should have a Switch game about now. No, they came out and said, hey, look, we are making a Pokemon game for the Switch. But that's what I mean. They don't even <laughs> kn- They didn't even know about the Switch. They could have done the Ultra Sun and Moon on the Switch. Nah. Yeah, they could have. Maybe later on they'll release it. Well, well yeah, it's project. Farm Factor is probably too different to make it like you wouldn't just port those games to the Switch. No, you can. You're going from two screens to one. You're going from these controls to those. It's pretty different Farm Factor. Actually, yeah, so the there's what they've done is, you know, you can just take ROMs and just put it on PC and everything. Right. With the X and Y or Sun and Moon uh, engine. Yeah, definitely Sun and Moon engine. They On PC, they've bumped up the resolution to 1080p. Wow. But what I'm saying is, what do you do Dude. with your bottom screen? It's not like bottom screen is negligible. And in you've Pokemon, got to come on it pretty much is. It's, uh, I'm no, trying to know what is on the bottom screen. I'm not playing X and Y. What kind of is, man? I mean, did you really struggle that badly with, with the Game Boy versions? Yeah. Like, it's just quick shortcuts to... Put... But I'm saying if you're just going to take this game and put it back there, then you've got to redo your 
interface. They just go no bottom screen. Yeah. It, it, the con- controls are still mm. going to be the same. Essentially. You pull up a, you press a button to pull up the menu that the bottom screen used to be. Yeah. Maybe. Now you right. now you got more buttons. I don't think I'll bring up like the bottom screen. It would just basically go back to like Game Boy Advance. To, what is what it was on the bottom of the screen? Uh, Pokeballs, uh, Pokemon uh, team, um, bag. Uh, yeah, in battles, I mean, it's like rather than going into submenus, you've got all your options laid out and you press the one you want. That's a lot better than submenus from previous. Unless you give you a shortcut, okay, I'm quite sure you can like hold hold a trigger and it will just give you like where the face. It probably will be that. Probably will be. But yeah, it'd be clunky. I don't know. I feel like they'd want to redesign from scratch. I think that's probably why this Pokemon Stars thing isn't out yet, because that is basically what that's meant to be, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be. But it, it, I'm just disappointed it's not one game, because I know when Black yeah. and White Two came out, I was like, I'm not buying another Double two money games, game. and I don't even know what they are, because yeah, I didn't go anywhere near it. Because it's it's a sequel. It's, it's is it actually a sequel? Yeah, it's literally a sequel. So, so Black and White new two. locations. No, no, no. <laughs> new characters, new story. Uh, no, no, um, new, story. new Pokemon. Oh yeah, new story. It's not really new Pokemon. It's this more... isn't a sequel. So, do you remember? No, no. Do you remember what they did with black and white? It's, it's, black, it's, black, it's black and white. One point five. But uh, do you remember what they did with that? No, because I never played Black and White two, so I don't get so what the whole it was. the whole big deal with Black and White uh, one and two was you take Legendary from the first one and you kind of merge them together to make a new Pokemon and then make a story all about that Pokemon. Right, and that's literally what Ultra Sun and Moon looks like. Okay, yeah. they're taking the two legendaries from Sun and Moon, mix it with the third legendary, which was supposed to be the third game, but they made two of them together, and then you make two new legendaries and then put the stories to prompt it up. So who's the third legendary from this generation? Oh, is that. Oh, it's that black one. Um, you know, oh, you didn't play Sun and Moon, did you? No. Ah, oh, damn. I told you I'm out. Yeah, yeah. you didn't believe so, me, but I'm out. Okay, so I they, can't remember the two. Right? They, they, Solgaleo and Luna. No, they, they yeah, introduced Fireline and Moonbat. They, so, what's the yeah, third yeah. one? They introduced Ultra Beasts. <laughs> Fireline and Moonbat. If only they were called that. They do, man. That's what my one's called. Yeah, they they introduced <laughs> they introduced Ultra Beasts and the the tenth. Ultra Beast, which looks like a black diamond kind of Pokemon, can now merge with the two legendaries from right. Sun and Moon um, and make a new version of the legendaries from Sun and Moon. Wait, 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 wait. Um, wasn't the, the conspiracy that Ultra Beasts are actually people that have turned into Pokemon? Yeah, that got. Um, that's not true. Oh, fucking Nintendo, man. Yeah. Well, my son's getting super hyper about Dude, that was just conspiracy just like... theory. Is there well, look, game. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna move this on. Well done, from well yeah, yeah, sorry, go. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds becomes the most played non-Valve Steam game of all time. Hold up, so let me get it straight. Mm-hmm. A game mm-hmm. that can accommodate a hundred people, mm-hmm. a game, yes, becomes the most played game. Now, it's gonna count every person who enters a game as having played that game. A hundred people because again because they've played the game. Yes, is this? I mean, that's kind of. I'm like, not sure where you're going with that. No, wait, I, I'm these, just, there's, there's still people that these all use, those people are real and played it. I don't like, know. I'm just saying that like these counts are usually concurrent player counts. I don't know when people have this kind of news story. I think that's what it'll be, isn't it? It's most concurrent players, I would imagine, not just most people who have played it, because you're not going to get ahead of like GTA Five. It's ahead quickly. of GTA Five in terms of most people who have played it ever. Nah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'll, bring I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. That was my point. In the most basic manner, like it, yeah. it takes a hundred people a time. So How many people yeah. have played Doom since Doom came out on Steam? You know, it's like just there's no way this is in front of that yet. It might be. <laughs> it's going to be concurrent players. That's what these stats always are. Yeah, but if you if you add, add in like, no offense to China, but if you add in China with a huge population, 
But are they playing that or are they playing Warcraft? No, Warcraft's had a decrease in players recently. I know, but China's must be propping up whatever's left in the player base. Warcraft at peak was probably still bigger than any Valve game, wasn't it? Which one, sorry? Warcraft, Warcraft at peak would have been better than just because it wasn't on Steam, it wouldn't have got a Steam concurrent player. Stats. Uh, doing research. Player unknowns had headline Player Unknowns Battlegrounds just became the most played non Valve game on Steam ever. Player Unknown Battlegrounds now holds the record for the highest peak player count. You're an idiot. Peak player count. Oh, right. peak. Yeah. Of any non Valve game. Yeah. Exposed. Okay. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's still news, but it's no, not news. Really really yeah. Um, Do we have a number? Yeah, it's not beating Grand Theft basically. How but, much is it? Uh, how much does it cost to peak, try this out? Peak players four hundred and eighty-one thousand. Four hundred eighty-one. Yeah. Mm. Um, At one time. Yeah. And how much is it? And then the the ones above that are Dota Two and Counter Strike. Dota Two by a long, oh, ass margin. Yeah. God yeah. damn. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I thought that was the other way around. No, I don't apologize. But it's still For what? An early access game still? Yeah, it's not actually That's a release game. Redonkulous. <laughs> so, yeah. It is great. I mean, I don't, I don't, who else has played up. it? I mean, nope. well, is it still 25 quid? Uh, yeah. So early yeah, access I'll, 25 quid. I'll jump quid, into this at yeah. 10, but 25 quid for a game that might be shit. No. It's not, though. I mean, you're buying it and, like, you. You've got the game. That's, like, that's I mean, a lot of money for Faith. I was gonna say, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of money. It's, it's not Faith. I mean, look how many people are playing it. At this I know, point. but like, early access. I'm just, you know, yeah. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's Microsoft not, are buying it up. I don't know why. It's not buggy in in the way that a lot of early access is. Like, I mean, it's got bugs, but it's not like crazy bugs or anything like that. Like, it plays well. Like, look, Microsoft believe in it because they 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 bought it as an exclusive for the Xbox One. Yeah. But the problem is that a hundred people a game. I don't know how many people have Xboxes. Oh! <laughs> 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 a game. Oh, I just, oh, oh man. Play with PC? Nick throws some serious shade on the <laughs> Xbox One. <laughs> no, I, don't know, I feel bad for Microsoft, but I just... Uh, they'll be able to play with PC players, right? That's the only way they'll be able to play. Yeah, yeah so it does have some people. That one Xbox guy and those 99 people. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, going to move it on again. Um, Ark Survival. Um, Come on, son. Been delayed. Hey, look, I, I played it. I, I actually own it um, on PlayStation 4. Uh, it was really good fun. Like, just like really, really good fun. Played it with uh, Anna and Issei and a few other people. What was it about again? Is, is it a dinosaur? MMR? It's the dinosaur. Um, it's like uh, like Rust. Um, and dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, those things don't gel for me. You can't nah. say oh, it's just yeah. like Rust with dinosaurs. It's like that, I can't mention it. So it's, what, it's a roguelike. Isn't Rust meant to be like you die, you start from the beginning? Is that what Rust, Rust was? Sort of realistic Minecraft, wasn't it? So yeah, like, kind of. Yeah, so it's got that crafting building. side of things. So yeah. like, um, I thought it was like Daisy. Yeah, well, it's, it's a bit no, it's no, a bit both because no. Daisy's well, Daisy's got zombies. No, it's like roguelike. Uh, from what I remember, like you die, that's it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it is. Um, you oh, lose okay. all your shit. I, I own the game. Um, you don't <laughs> own. You, do, you don't lose all your shit because in this you can actually create bases. And Are we talking can... about Rust or Ark? No, Ark. Right, because I own Rust, but I've never booted up. So I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's um, infamous collection. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you do die, um, you can't. You like your stuff is still there. You just respawn again, but your stuff. Can still be found there. You can still pick up your stuff. But can't other you people can... pick up your stuff? Yeah, 
So if you die in a place and you drop all your stuff gets dropped, the person who killed you, can't they just pick up your stuff? Yes. So essentially, wouldn't everybody do that? It sounds like Minecraft. That doesn't. You wouldn't say Minecraft was a roguelike. I didn't say it was roguelike. I, I said. I um, mean, like I said, I. I, I so for wrong. example, I have a, I had a base, and a dinosaur decided to come and hang out around my base, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this guy doesn't look friendly, um, and he wasn't, and he killed me. So then I decided to move my base. And what I had to do was I took my base down and then I moved it to. Are there some friendly some... dinosaurs? Huh? Are there some friendly dinosaurs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's bomb. herbivores and things like that. You uh, can end up riding them and stuff. Big purple ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you end up like riding them and taming them and things like that. Like you know, like and then you can. Uh, all right, Jim. Like, just... <laughs> okay. Can't hit, they can't hear me wiggle my eyebrows, can they? No, they can't hear you doing that. <laughs> You're um... a dinosaur lover. <laughs> and you never use I'm a dinosaur. And I never use rubbers. Um so so yeah, so like you can the stuff is still there, you can then move it around to like other places and everything. And you know, I, I ended up moving mine to a place that I thought would be safer and, and has turned out to be so far. And I've got to the point where I've got like defences around it and everything and yeah, you know. Jurassic Park. Hmm? You're in Jurassic Park. My own little Jurassic Park, except I'm uh, hunted. <laughs> all the time. Human I park. remember watching a video of it um, where someone had built like uh, a spike trap over the spawn point. <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. so every time you died and respawned in this bar, you'd die automatically or be trapped kind of thing. And the person who was playing it was like, fuck this game. Mm. Piece of shit game. Uh, it's a hard game. Like, it's gen- like it's really, really hard. Um, it doesn't sound like a fun time to me. It didn't look fun. It's it's good if you've got people playing with you. It's one of those sort of ones where it's like, you know, if you get a few mates on it. Is this the one with the Pokemon mod? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm it's not sure out I... yet, so like, no, technically. No, um, yeah, because it, it was released, what, back in the beta was released in April, was it? Or March? No, I was playing the beta before Christmas, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but you can mod it, can't you? Uh, I'm playing it on PlayStation 4. Oh, right, no, no, PC version. Um, I'm pretty sure they made a a Pokemon mod for it, and it looked pretty cool. Like, dinosaurs flying around that looked like um, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos, and stuff like that. And you could go around throwing Pokeballs at you and stuff. But it looked cool as a mod. Hmm. Um, Cool. Uh, Any other news you guys want to bring up? Because if not, I'm going to move on to future discussion, because I'm trying to keep Nerdword a little bit shorter. So, um, we've not had a feature discussion properly last week. We had like a feature word. Yeah. Um, so, um, has a choice you've made in a video game ever stayed with you long after the game has finished? Quite frankly, no. Yeah. I was oh, thinking, really? I was thinking about this earlier yeah, as well. Like, I mean, as if, if people give examples, but I mean, okay. I'm going to mean New King. I mean, King. I can start if you want with an I'm example. I'm going to mean New King, yeah. like most of the casting until dawn. On one decision that I didn't think was my fault, but how, no. like, in what way? It so, you in a different game, or no, no, no. I mean, affect you personally, like, just you thought about it for a long time afterwards. I mean, I didn't do it, but I would imagine the kind of like stock answer this is something like nuking Megaton, isn't it? Isn't that kind of thing that people do? That would be one, yeah. I yeah. didn't do it though. So. Um, for me, one of the things that stuck with me for a while was, uh, I think it was Mass Effect Three. Um, and it was the moment where you are faced with the Three decision. Choices. No, not, <laughs> oh, not, oh. not the what, Star what, Child at what, the what end. What colour did you press? Uh, <laughs> wasn't it originally two decisions and then they added the third via <laughs> oh an add-on? God. 
Um, <laughs> no, it was the the moment in which you are to choose between destroying the Geth. We can confirm that the Geth are no longer being directed by the old machines. We are free. You did it, Shepard. The Geth fleet has stopped firing. They're completely vulnerable. Shepard Commander, the Geth only acted in defense after the creators attacked. Do we deserve death? What are you suggesting? Our upgrades. With the old machine dead, we could upload them to all Geth without sacrificing their independence. You want to upload the Reaper code? That would make the Geth as smart as when the Reaper was controlling them. Yes, but with free will, each Geth unit would be a true intelligence. We would be alive, and we could help you. Our fleet is already attacking. Uploading the code would destroy us. Shepard, you can't choose the Geth over my people. Do you remember the question that caused the creators to attack us, Talizora? Does this unit have a soul? You didn't destroy the Geth, did you? Well, you joined. I didn't. Destroy, I didn't destroy the Geth because I, I figured they had self autonomy at this point and self awareness and and. You know, there's that moment where sort of Legion says, you know, does this unit have a soul? Like, what constitutes actually being alive? Um, and it made me go, okay, for me, this race of, you know, what was robots is now at a point where, you know, they're sentient beings. Um, but that moment also means that I think the some of the choices you make end up killing Tally. That that choice of, you know, are, are these things sentient or is this a life form in its own right and i think for me that really stayed with me because it was kind of like you know what point do you say this has a, a right to exist sort of thing um and that that stayed with me long after the game the the kind of moral quandary stuff that sticks with me from mass effect is the krogan story that right thing. okay with the genophage yeah okay that's the one that kind of so what did you do with that i can't remember i just remember it being a good okay. chewy problem to think about Okay. I mean, I saved, I saved them and released the I know, antidote into the atmosphere. I know. I killed Mardin. That means you that released, means yeah, saved the Jennifer, he, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah. So you saved the Krogan and killed Mardin. Yeah. Well, I didn't kill Mardin. No, Mardin. He, 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 he self sacrificed himself. Self sacrificed himself. Um, self -sacrificed okay. himself. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I need to think of another answer. There must be something else. There was, this, there was this one time in Chucky Egg where I went left. Oh, and I should... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you didn't no, know no. how many levels there are in Chucky Egg. I know. Well, Luke, I was only like eight. I wasn't <laughs> some hardcore nerd back then. I still am. <laughs> I beg to differ. I'm pretty sure eight-year-old Jim was a hardcore nerd. Well, I was typing in my own computer games rather than focusing too much on one <laughs> That's that pretty from, nerdy, Jim. One that I bought from Bruce. You're plugging tubes and TVs, downloads, <laughs> codes. 7.99 was a full-price game when I was a kid. Damn. Yeah. There was a lot of one night. Thanks, inflation. Jerry, <laughs> yeah. um, anything? Any ch any moral quandaries? Any choices you've made in a video game where you thought, oh, he's like, why did I pick a Charizard? I'm going to think on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I chose a Charizard for oh, reasons. Sorry, it's a true path. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I chose my Pokemon for the reason. Yeah. No, didn't know into if moral didn't last me. Didn't make me think. Anything that. Look, man, I'm a cold I mean, card. I sent this to you I'm guys. A cold yeah, look, yeah, 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 guess what you said. Doesn't, doesn't mean this I morning and we're all had a full day's work to think about before I mean, we stopped. Look, I'm and, a cold and, hard I, logic machine, man. Like I thought about it. Eh? With more quandaries. Look, look, I don't know. If I stay with me, but I mean, 
um, Heavy Rain was hard choices the game. Like, but purposely so to the point that it didn't really stay with me. It was just a case of I either make this decision or I don't make this decision. But it did two things that made me kind of go like, well, and that is there's a scene in which Ethan, you, you're basically told by the, the puppet master guy or whatever he, he called himself, the origami killer guy, that, that this guy is a, you know, he's a scumbag drug dealer and he has a gun and you need to go kill him. And it's kind of like the character's like, shit, I've, I've not killed anybody i don't really want to have to kill anyone but i have to choose between killing this guy who's meant to be a scumbag degenerate drug dealer and saving my son so you kind of go there and you're still kind of nervous and then like you know you walk in you burst in you know you've got the gun in the guy's face and the guy's like oh come on man don't, don't kill me look at these pictures of my daughters and everything it's kind of like you have to decide do you just ignore the fact that this guy despite being a, like degenerate scum, uh, scumbag is still human has kids and everything or do you go fuck that guy I'm gonna kill him and get closer to saving my son and I think I chose to not kill him but then the game really softballs the moment by just making the guy go oh you didn't try to kill me so I'm gonna try and kill you and then you end up having to kill him anyway so that that was kind of that's rubbish that poor story so the only one where I was like you know what nope this was a really easy decision is you get to the end so all these challenges you're doing is to get clues as to the whereabouts of where your son is and your son is slowly drowning in this situation and um and you have like video you send video clips of that which also isn't have it the jason challenges. is it jason 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 uh no jason's jason. the one that gets hit by a car um <laughs> i can't remember the name of the other son right <laughs> but that's irrelevant in this situation but basically you get to the end and the final test is you're given a like a jar of poison and you're meant to drink it. And the poison would kill you immediately, but drinking the poison would give you the, the clue that would give you the final whereabouts as to where your son is. And I was just like, why would you even do that? Like, you're basically going to essentially kind of orphan your son. To, but then you're going to orphan your son to save your son. So it was meant to be that tough choice. And I don't know what happens if you actually pick the poison. It could just be that it's fake. And it was just like, the ultimate test. And it isn't, it's not actually poison. It's just like whatever, Kool-Aid. But I was just like, all right, in case this is legit, I'm not, I'm not picking that. And I just kind of triangulated, like, you're, you're given, like, a rough, like... So you didn't care about your son? Look, what you're man, saying. I used intelligence to so his life, serial killer. without you, would have been so bad that you'd rather he didn't have a life. Look, <laughs> that was your choice. <laughs> How do you know that you survived long enough, if the poison was real, that you survived long enough to even make it to your son? It's Maybe that's the trick. Jake. Maybe it's like, the, it's an inner game itself. But you just use intelligence to go, okay, look. Would my life without you in it be so bad that I would be better off dead? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to really that, make sure that, I don't that, do a that, Seb that, and fall out with you, right? That's because a question. Just, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, come hey, on. Hey, it's fine, man. They got back together. Look, that's cool. Look, that's, a, that's, that's because that's... Seb had a choice. That's a question you have to look, man. <laughs> Take the poison, I'll get back together. Look, <laughs> you he took the poison. <laughs> you guys, look. As simple as you have enough clues to go. We found the thing this. that gets him. We found the little, the little, little crutch. It's taken a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 I know that. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Anyway, no, I'm just saying that I didn't need the poison and I had enough clues to work out where the sun was and I was right and I didn't have to kill myself to save my son. So, you know, everyone's a winner. I think this kind of choice only happens in a certain subset of games. I mean, obviously, yeah. Bioware games do it and Multiple choice some, games. yeah, like Telltale games do it. Do I mean Telltale? No, Telltale do yeah. games. Travel, no, that's Traveller's Tale. Telltale, I do mean Telltale. Yeah. Obviously, their whole thing is that, and yeah, the David Cage games, but. There's a lot of games where your plot's just your plot and you do what you do. 
Um, um, I never play games for story anyway. No, really? Like, yeah, I play games for gameplay and stories like a bit of good you know, sprinkle on top. So good. So it means man, the stories I don't. Dirty person. I did that so stories don't tend to stick with me. Okay. So. Well, this was a bust. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's the same with me, though. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get me wrong, I do like the story. And like, I have played games with multiple endings repeatedly. But it's never. The, the, like, a moral choice like that has never really stayed with me like, any longer than the game itself. I okay. feel like The Witcher might have some of those. I'm still. I'm a, I've slowed down on The Witcher again because. What were you bottling? Well, that's. Uh, I got bit. to that and actually watched that quest through. Right. Yeah. Um, that still doesn't sit. Quite right, no, no, well, I agree. It's not they don't quite nail it, but at least they didn't fuck it up as much as I thought it was going to do. I think is what I was pleasantly surprised by. Um, but yeah, I'm, I will go back to The Witcher when the PS Pro patch comes out, which is why I've kind of put it down again. Um, but it feels like that might be the kind of game that would have some of this stuff in there. Right. Well, Skyrim, I've made some choices in Skyrim. What did you, who did you, <laughs> did you decide with the, the racists or uh, the f- <laughs> like? Yeah, I don't even remember. Or the fascists. I can't remember who's who. <laughs> Wait, was it was? So the Imperials the, are the fascists, fascists yeah. basically, and the Stormcloaks are like full-on racists. Stormcloaks, man, because the, the Imperials trying to Imperials trying to kill me, man, or some shit like that. I can't remember. Well, that's the easy choice, yeah, because you're kind of faced with the fact that like these guys, you start the game and they're just like, oh, well, he's not on the list. Well, fuck it, kill him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but man, I brought about peace in Skyrim. I'm like you. Who started war? Did, did I? Yeah, you said just there's a, there's you can play the game out so you get everyone to agree to a priest treaty. Whereas you made it that it was war. So um, that that first town you're in that has that smug king guy, he gets That's killed. Smug king guy, I can't remember his name. Smug king. Oh, y'all big or something. Whatever his name is. Right. Okay. <laughs> big Where, big, big Mac Maxson. Big Big Ruffson. Big Ruffson. Look, man, I, I just think you remember you saying because I don't. You you're telling me that you didn't think that was even an option. No, I I, I don't even remember this conversation. I still didn't realize that was an option because I forgot that you told me it was. Yeah, dude, man, you can go for peace like right. I did. I, I chose to become a werewolf. I remember doing that. Oh, really? Uh, the thing with Skyrim is like you know it's kind of like what a lot of games do, which is like, hey, all these possible choices, you can be whoever you want. But then, because you're enjoying the game and you get a bit completionist, you end up being all of them. Like, yes, I'll be a mage, and I'll be an assassin, and I'll be a werewolf, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm going to be all those things because I just want to get all the content out of this game. So, no, you know what? so end up, you don't make any meaningful choices. You just, the choice is, <laughs> yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do that. Well. You know what? Surprisingly, <laughs> I am not that guy when I play Skyrim. Really? I play my character. My character is like, whatever, lawful good, or whatever, lawful okay. neutral. Like, Feast Guild, refuse to join that. My character don't steal, pure and simple, man. That's wow. why I couldn't even finish um, Oblivion because one of the missions I'd either have to give up my really great artifact or steal a piece of cheese. I was like, nah, ain't happening. <laughs> uh, How was that a choice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. give up your memorable yeah, no, choice. Or steal no, a piece of it's cheese. not a memorable choice. You know what it is? There's a mission where you I've get seen the... you steal cheese from the fridge. What? Yeah. You can't steal something. You can't take steal something from a communal fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I can buy and sell all the cheese in that fridge. <laughs> anyway, right? No, um, to get the Robber Jockey, some shitty artifact. Right. You need to steal cheese so you can do some pranks to thing, some pranks to God who wants you to do it. But you have to steal the cheese to get that. And I'm right. like, nah, I sold that. I don't want that on my record. <laughs> but you need an artifact. And the, the, the shitty Robber Jockey, whatever thing they give you, is that artifact that you could sacrifice or you could sacrifice the, the super soul gem that they give you. Right. Um, that never... Expires and I was like, "Well, I ain't giving that up." Is there a star? Yeah, yeah. 
or this shitty thing that I need to do, this shitty quest. Well, nah, fuck it. Even my 100% chameleon, I was out invincible anyway, so fuck it. Um, but no, <laughs> um, Skyrim, nah, I refused to join Dark Brotherhood. I, in fact, I killed the Dark Brotherhood. I just, I just, I'm, not a, I'm just not that guy. Like, even in Oblivion, the only murders I got are murders that are impossible. I don't know how you got it. I got murders from the arena. Like, I had zero murders, and I came out of the arena and I got murders. I'm you like, play as a red guy, don't you? Yes. Here's a question. Yes. If you were playing as a white character, would you feel more comfortable breaking the law? No. <laughs> but, no. And you know what, actually? You know what? Do you know what the, the, the basis of all this? When I started Oblivion, um, the game taught me one valuable lesson, and it, I've taken that lesson for every, like, even the next, whatever Elder Scrolls is released, I'll take that same lesson. My first character in Oblivion was actually a Nord, because I was like 50% okay. persistent resistance to cold. Hell yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and that's 50% resistance to a legit element. And, <laughs> hey man. A legit <laughs> Yeah. But some, what elements are non-legit? Look man, I'm quite sure there's enemies, especially like <laughs> Ghost or like any of these stupid like mountainous enemies that are going to have ice. So I've got a permanent yeah. 50% resistance to that, man. That's like a no-brainer compared to most other characters' resistances. Right. But I made a Nord first, <laughs> and I found out that people love jumping in the way of your sword when you're trying to fight skeletons. So I racked up like quite a bounty by the time I got out of that first Oblivion Gate, and then it's like, get rested, loads of stats. I was like, I'm not having any of this. <laughs> then I remade my character, and I was like, you know what? Red Guard's actually pretty good. So I made my character Red Guard, and I'm like, I'm not getting... Like, anytime someone jumped near me, I'm like, put the sword away. Let them get killed by the skeleton, kill the skeleton. So I made it to Imperial with not a single blemish on my track record. I'm like, I'm keeping my character this way. Because the one time I took, not even stole, took something. Yeah. I'd done some mission where um, you bust some necromancer from the um, Mages Guild. You find out he's a necromancer. You take him out and everything. They're like, okay, search his room for clues and hand it to me. So you search his room. You find like a note saying like, I'm a scumbag necromancer. And he's got dark soul gems in like his drawer and I'm like yep I need those now at this point door shut there's no one else in the room but me and no one will know what's in that room did you crack one off I take the (laughs) (laughs) yes then I took the soul gems Um, I took the soul gems left and then I didn't know the mage guild dusted rooms for prints because days <laughs> later, I got a message saying, you've been kicked out of the Mages Guild for these reasons. Uh-huh. Theft. Uh, you now have to collect 50 of these stupid flowers for our forgiveness. I was like, bollocks of that. I am <laughs> anything ever again. So yeah, uh, my character is completely... You don't know how tedious... You want to talk wow. about tedious shit in games. Finding those flowers was the most tedious thing I've mostly ever done in a video There's still game. a Skyrim quest where I've got like 40 out of the 50... Blue little things that I need, and yeah, just wow. never finish that one because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, so that's why. <laughs> why would I then join the Thieves Guild now? Nah, right, well, I've got a Skyrim replay coming up because Skyrim VR is coming out, there's no way I'm not going to play it again, oh, so yeah. and that's going to be Fred Games, so I'll need a fresh save file because it's played on Microsoft System before, yeah, so I'm going to try and play Skyrim as Nick. I will live blog me. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck, man. Good luck, man. If you have the level of restraint I have, don't steal anything. Don't, well, mur- look, don't murder anyone. As soon as you guys don't have anything, I'm going to move it on. I thought one. Oh, when okay. Sims was new, and that did what everyone does in Sims and just like make the house I lived in with the flatmates I lived in with at the time. Yeah, then you know you get bored of it and you make them 
you, you lock them in the bathroom, tear the door away, and make them piss and piss. piss and piss. That's, <laughs> that's something that stuck with me. I can't say whether it was. I definitely remember that now. As you, giggled, that, you giggled at that, didn't you? I probably thought it was great at the time, but yeah, that was probably something I shouldn't have done. You know, classes, like, man. You just, just, just do. No, it's because you know, <laughs> this this would I have felt comfortable if somebody on their computer had made a little version of me and put them in a room and made me shit on the floor? Would I have felt that was an okay thing for someone to be doing to an image of me without my knowledge? Probably wouldn't like that. Probably wouldn't like virtual you. You you yeah. might have found it hilarious, or you might have been upset. <laughs> if I was playing, if I was playing Sims, like Jim, 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 I made you put you in a room. No door, no rooms, no doors, no doors. <laughs> you piss yourself. I would have loved it, wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm not everybody, and some people wouldn't really. And some of the people I lived with at the time were maybe people who would not have been happy with the idea of me. Why should I get changed? Exploiting their image. It's the perfect crime. Yeah. That they will never know. I'm going to move with that one. Show us what you got. Uh, anyone got anything to recommend no. this week? Um, I do. I can start if you want. I think this segment exists because you have stuff. I, I've not had stuff before. And I am shocked. And, I've had other people and, ask and to have the board. segment back. Yeah. And then I've put... Yeah. Then they've had their one, stuff they want to say. One one person. Not being me. But anyway. Why is he being routine? Eh? Uh, he's just dick. That's why. He's not? missing Seb. He wants to get home. Oh, <laughs> no, please. Because you're like, oh, I want to rush this. Anything? No. What have you got? Um, so there's a new show that started in the Screen Junkies Network thing. Okay. Oh. And what, what's up with you? What? Screen Junkies just. It's just what I don't know. I think. Um, a, I mean, they had Kevin Smith versus I mean, Elijah Wood I mean, on on movie fights the other day. It was fucking brilliant. After Red Letter Media. Expertly parodied all those type of shows. I can't ever look at. Like, did the they parody what? Yeah, they they did. did they when, when they did that po- when they did their their fake podcast thing, mm. that wasn't that wasn't screen junkies. I do, man. I swear they exposed them by showing pictures of like them going to paid events, holding like stuff, and then mm. showed them. They've got a new show. Yes, that's called Millennial Falcons. Oh God. And it is, it's presented by this girl. I can't remember her name, but she is so dry, and just like you know, when someone's just got a really dry way of talking, and just like she's just very funny. But she also did like the last, like they did one where she she went to Comic Con. She was just like trying to find cosplayers that looked like clickbait, basically, and she was just doing it on purpose. And it was just really, really funny to watch. Um, but then the last one was had Max Landis on. Who and no longer was, looks like you. I know, he shaved his hair. No. <laughs> um, and it was, how would Max Landis fix Star Wars Force Awakens? Or fix Star Wars franchise? He, he and it's just it's just funny, like, just watching her interview him because, like, she's really fucking dry. And he's, like, just trying to, like, just formulate stuff. And it just it became a joke. It was just really, really funny. It was just a good show to watch. And that's it. I mean, I kind of like Max Landers just because he's a kook, and but he's a kook, but he has an interesting way of like describing things. Like he's, it's weird that he is the person trying to give 
upcoming people advice on like how to direct and write when he is not a brilliantly successful director and or writer or anything but i have to give him like an a for his enthusiasm <laughs> I, I really do no i mean look i'm, I'm not subscribed because i wouldn't give anyone any subscribe to anything but i have the, <laughs> i have his youtube channel bookmarks. it just makes it easier to find shit that you no, enjoy dude no, bookmarks next character does not subscribe no, no i don't <laughs> no man. fair enough fair enough um, so yeah, I've that's, been watching that. It's, it's it's just quite funny. She's just very, she's very funny. Uh, it's just very, very good way of interviewing and very sort of dry sense of humour, which I, I just like. You don't often get that on, you know, YouTube. Put a link in the channel. description. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't need to show more yeah. successful yeah. programs. Yeah, <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone got anything? Else? Yeah, well, I mean, we're just talking about like new TV shows. Uh, I can't massively recommend this except it's. Really good fun and stupid. Have you ever enjoyed an episode of Ninja Warrior? Uh, of course you have, right? Who hasn't? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a bit odd to watch now because it, it had that dude commentating on it that got we done do. for sexual stuff. Really? I didn't even know about that. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm no, not no, recommending no, Ninja Warrior. Right. I'm recommending Ultimate Beastmaster, oh, which right. is Netflix's new Ninja Warrior style show. Right. It's just stupid, but it's got Terry Crews on it and it you, had, you had me at Terry so, Crews it has cameos from Slice Stallone popping up now and again talking about her right. shows yeah, but it's just a stupid obstacle course show it's really impressive though when they actually complete it's really it all the way, all um, way through yeah it is and it's in 4K so it looks beautiful you know you don't get that kind of shit telly in 4K very often so if you want to make more CTV with some background shit I recommend that uh, one of them, Wait, all, one of them I watched. Um, every single one of them failed, and then this nimble like rock climbing guy just came along, and he like he like just ran through the whole thing. He didn't like, didn't break a sweat at all. And you were just like, always, how is he doing but that? Always, even in like Ninja Master, like Ninja Warrior, thing, you had people who were like, oh, I'm expert this, I'm expert that, and they all yeah, yeah. they all suck. And then you get a random Japanese fireman <laughs> who don't, destroys don't the whole show. So actually, there was a random Japanese shoe salesman who was the, oh, the Japanese Ninja Warrior. Ex- uh, champion yeah. who did Ultimate Beastmaster. Should I tell you how well he did? I should did he, know, get, did he get thoroughly wrecked? He just fucked it, yeah. He just fell off. <laughs> but no, as, as soon as you yeah. see someone with like, all big muscles and everything, you're like, he ain't gonna do it. No, he ain't gonna do it at all. No, no, no chance. Nah. It's good fun. It's good fun. That reminds me, what was Sylvester Sloan's my funniest bit though? Like when he comes on, he only showed up for the first episode. Does he come back again? He, he, he made an appearance like once, twice, right. right at the end of the other episode. But it's just like pointless. Yeah, like, yeah. there was no need for him whatsoever. Terry <laughs> Crews does it all. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Terry Crews is great. But that reminds me, what is the not exactly the same, but for some reason reminds me of all this version that they had in the UK, where it was just an insane obstacle course. But Total they got wipeout. regular, yeah, that's it. Well, that's they great got fun as well. Regular that's... people to do it. Yeah. That's the harshest thing, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, regular peeps on that. And like, it, but those people got more hurt doing that than they do on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but again, you know, you're just watching someone fail. Uh, yeah, but dude, like, look, I can't even watching people get like punched in the face with boxing. I can't even like, laugh at those, yeah. man. I'm looking at that course like I can do that, man. <laughs> oh, I can't it's do it either. Wacker, I, I know I like, can't do it. No. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, like baby mode compared to like Ninja Warrior, like this this Beastmaster thing. Yeah. Like, but still, no, but still, the people they tough. put into it is literally just general like people. Dudes, yeah. yeah, exactly. And do debts. Is there a prize at, at the end of it? A total wipeout. Total wipeout. Because I've never actually seen anyone complete it. No, I'm quite sure yeah, someone has made it to the end. No, yeah, people someone completes it every week. Because yeah, uh, yeah, it's never like. It's not the kind of like you can never get to the end. It's more if you drop off a bit, you just go on to the next bit. People, I think when you bounce off them big 
lollipops, then you're done. But there's other bits where you just carry on. Do you actually win anything, though? Now that I think about it, Beastmaster, yeah? What what do you win at the end of that? That's $10,000 for every heat and like... Jeez. Okay, that's really and cool. And then the finals, like quarter of a million or something. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, that's... Yeah, Actual that's money. Not bad. Actual money that I've given to Netflix just for them to give <laughs> some, some, <laughs> well, you got some lithe German boy who's going to run faster than me <laughs> and take my money. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, live Germans taking Jim's money. I just... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jim's giving stuff to live, live German Ken, boys. Came out wrong. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you for coming. Thank you for staying. Thank you for drinking. Na 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 na. Chewy, say goodbye. Bye bye, Chewy. Jim, say goodbye. I forgot how to. You forgot how to say goodbye. I was thinking about something else. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Nick, say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye from me. Delicious. Until someone came and asked me about PS2 games. Hey, look, PS2 man. Games. That was pretty young. Like, you were like, the only one that had dealt with it. Like, I, I can't know. be like. Pay the cost to be the boss. Well, you know. It's kind of keeps you just talking about eating, surrounded by people hanging off you every word. It's like, what's this weird godfather fucking <laughs> I know, man. It's my stir fry, man. <laughs> Brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I want to throw the stir fry now. <laughs> yeah, let me hold up. Brings Seb to the yard. Oh, wow. Nick Sturfrow brings Sebs to the yard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make this a running joke? Sloping on Nick's noodle. Episode 31! What? You didn't see that again. What? <laughs> I was trolling Benny, sorry. Well, given that you're already on it. Oh, oh my God. I apologize. I will fucking cut you. Episode 31 we've got to without that happening. Oh, shit. Well. Who's dead? No, it's not, but it's funny. It is funny, but it's not nerd or geek related. So. All right, shut up then. Yeah. Wow, wow. Wow, Bailey's actually angry. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs>